Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 111. Before we get started with our interview, we are bringing back our past guest spotlight. Today, it is for our friends Sarah and Jeff from Adults and Disney, and they are venturing into the world of Etsy. So they're selling their amazing photographs in print form that you guys can have in your home. If you follow their account, you know that Jeff is like a decent photographer, like he's really working on his craft, I think. Brendan is such a booger when it comes to this. Jeff is really good. (laughs) Jeff is an amazing photographer. We're hoping I'm going to be able to pick up some tips on this trip that we have coming up. Um, They speak for themselves, and you can check those out on Etsy at Disney Park Prints, and we will put the link to that in the show notes as well, or you can link or you can search for it over on Etsy, or you can go to adultsanddisney.com, and I think they have a link to over there as well. Yeah, and we've actually had the opportunity to see the prints in real life, and they are top-notch, great quality, and we're excited to put some of those in our office. Yeah, they're like on a metal sheet. It's really incredible. Yeah, it's nothing like I've ever seen before, so definitely check it out. You know, like we said, their photography is awesome, and it would make a great addition to anywhere in your home, really. Yeah. So today, we are really excited to talk to our friend Lou, who also runs a podcast, and we love talking to podcasters. So Lou actually runs the Disney BR podcast, and the BR stands for Brazil, which is so fun. So we are talking to her about a wide variety of topics today. The two big things that we're going to focus on are expanding your reach, and then kind of just stepping out of your comfort zone. So we're going to turn it over to Lou and let her introduce herself, and we'll get started. Okay, guys, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure for me to talk to you. Um, As I was saying before, I'm actually a little nervous. I'm used to, to be the host in the podcast, not to be the guest. So that's a little different for me. So um, I already want to say I'm sorry if I say something wrong or if my English is not good enough, but I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> you are in good company. I promise you that we can understand you loud and clear. And we are so it, Disney is universal, so there's no language barrier. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> so um, one thing you couldn't tell about me as for my social media posts is that I'm a lawyer. <laughs> Um, when I say that, everyone uh, make the same faces you made right now. <laughs> um, I graduated from law school in 2003, and then I worked as a lawyer for about four or five years. Then I had my daughter, and uh, I had to stop working, and then I did not come back to the, the, to the laws. I don't really like the area. <laughs> I hope I don't have to go back anymore. I'm now in uh, editorial area. I have an um, editorial company by myself, and I'm actually uh, in a very specific uh, part of my life now. I'm just about to move to the U.S. in about two months. I'm moving up to Michigan to, make, uh, to take a master's degree. 
And I'm very anxious about that, very nervous and very anxious, especially because we don't get any snow here. So I'll have <laughs> to get used to the cold weathers up there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that is so exciting. And the snow, you will have to bundle up for sure because we don't get much snow, even in Tennessee. And we panic when we get snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess so. Is it safe to say you're recovering longer? Uh, we've had, I know Lisa from the castle run, what that's the term that she always uses is that she's a recovering logger. <laughs> I, I hope I don't have to go back to that anymore. <laughs> I, I used to say I have enough problems of myself by myself. My problems are enough for me. I don't want to take care of others problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is safe that. to say, but yeah, that that is so exciting, and I would assume that the accessibility to Walt Disney World is going to be a little bit easier coming from Michigan than it is to Brazil, so that is a very exciting aspect of that as well. Yes, yes, it is. I'm looking forward to go to Disney World um, more often than I get to go now. Yes. Yeah. So to kind of set the foundation for everything, we'll start with just what is your Disney story and then how did that kind of evolve over time into you wanting to create your own podcast? Okay, so um, I guess like almost every children, I grew up um, watching all the, the Disney movies, like um, all the the. The, the cartoons, the, the classic ones, like dad used to buy the, the cassette. Is that not what? The VCR, VCR tapes. And uh, we, I have a, a sister and a brother and we grew up all together, like watching those movies. And uh, when I was 15, I get to, I got to go to Disney and uh, like in those groups you, you were talking about. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. <laughs> But uh, then I had like, I don't know, I, I didn't fall in love with, with Disney at that time. I, I, I actually have to say that I fell in love with, with Disney when my daughter was born. Like uh, ever since she was born, I knew I had to take her there. And when I took her, she was three, I guess, three, three or four. And it was like my first time as well, because I, I can't remember that time when I went, uh, when I was 15. But this one with my daughter, I can remember every little thing. Like we, we, I spent about a year planning for the, the trip. And uh, when I came back, I knew that I just had to plan again and again and again. So that's when it started. I, I, I couldn't get it out of my head. I couldn't like not to think about it. I just wanted to go back pretty much every year. My daughter is not as in love as I am. So. I don't know. She, she, she's getting, she's about, she's going to be 12 next month. So she's in that age that she, it's not that cool to go to Disney anymore. <laughs> so I, I used to say it's good for me because I can go twice if I don't have to take her. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me and her here. I'm a single mom. So um, if she's not going, it, it's, there's more money for me to go again. <laughs> but That's when, when like, that's how it's evolved, like planning and wanting to go again. And uh, as for my podcast, I I was once talking to my therapist and she was like worried about me because I was working too much and getting too much stress and pretty much just about to burn out. And she told me that I had to take a plan and to, to start a new project that I would... Uh, 
take care of it as it as if it were my job, but it if it wasn't like like uh, that stressful. So I just didn't know. I spent a little time uh, thinking about it and what could I do, and then I found out that it had to be Disney. It had to be. And uh, here in Brazil, we don't have a lot of podcasts. I just uh, listened to one podcast about Disney, and it, it's not only about Disney. It's about all the parks in Orlando. And uh, I love to, to listening to all English podcasts. I have a lot of them here. And uh, I started to studying and how to make it, and then I get to start my own. And uh, it's been such a nice journey, I can say. Like, um, I had to learn everything. I, I couldn't even edit an, an audio file. I, I, I didn't know anything about it. And it's been really nice to learn everything and to get to learn it with Disney. It's been really, really cool. Yeah, for sure. That is such an amazing story. And I think that's why, like, just the brief kind of about you section on your website is something that I connected with so much. And even now, more that you've explained it more fully, it's something that I connect with so well. Because we've been in those stressful seasons of life where things just... It's not going to be a sustainable way of living, that that something is going to have to give. And, and Disney is always what we come back to as well. So I think it's so amazing that you were able to reach that conclusion and, and decide to start this new project. And now it's been going strong and it, and it seems like you're having fun doing it. So that's the most exciting part. It's pretty much the highlight of my week. Like I... I'm always happy when I have to record. I'm always happy when I have to um, have guests and to prepare the scripts and everything. It, it's it's so nice. It's It's been very good for me. Mm -hmm. I do have to say, I feel it kind of put things in perspective for me because one line on your website is where you said, I decided to create the podcast so that I could continue to fill at Disney even while I'm not there. I can't imagine how you feel living in a different continent missing the place that makes you so happy and i'm an hour and a half flight away and it makes me feel a little guilty for ever feeling that way um but i'm glad that that's kind of the feeling that it gives to you is is you know when you're not planning a trip when you're not there that this is kind of serving as that disney magic for you that's right and you know um when i talk to my friends like american friends or even Canadian friends, it's different because when we plan a, a trip to Disney World, like we stay at least 10 days. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense for us to go because it's too expensive. Like just the, the flight tickets are, are very expensive. So it doesn't make sense for us to spend a weekend as you do. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of planning to do, a lot of planning. So um, I myself, I, I get to go about once a year. And when I'm not there, I'm actually planning, like waiting for the 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 when am I going to make the the resort reservation and then about my ADRs and my, my fast time and everything and it, it is actually all the time I can have Disney all the time and now with my podcast I can have Disney all the time even more it's, it's very nice it's very nice because I feel like I'm there I can't be there as much as I want but uh, I, I do feel like I'm there I, I'm involved I know everything that's going on and I'm Everything, a, a new thing come up, 
I have to go again to see those those new details or the food or everything. And it, it is it is like having the, a, a little bit of Disney here every day. Mm-hmm. I love that because I think that's a lot of people's, you know, reasoning behind starting these Disney businesses or podcasts or blogs. You know, just that immersion is something that we all crave, you know, because especially for those of us who can't be there, we want to feel like we're there. We want to feel connected all the time. And I think even if you're not creating a project or an account or a business, like the planning, like you said, is something that I know Brendan for the longest time connected with. He's our big planner. And he, I mean, the same thing down to the minute for every dining reservation and the fast passes. And I think that's fun that it's something that can kind of fill that void too when you're not there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. It's, it, it feels great. <laughs> so I think a great area that you could really shine some light on for our listeners. And truthfully, we've sort of had blinders on, I feel like, that that you know we put our podcast out there and through our stats of where our listens come from you know there's some that are around the world we get a few listens from brazil and some in europe but i do think that is something that is important for people to kind of be cognizant of when they're creating this content is is it accessible to people all around the world who are disney fans because disney is so universal and for people who speak different languages so if you could shine some light on kind of, you mentioned a little bit, Brazilians normally take a longer Disney trip just because it does take so much effort to get there. Um, and we've chatted a little bit about the tour groups, and that's great. I think that it's wonderful that a lot of Brazilian youth get to experience that, and that's an exposure to such a wonderful place. But for the average Brazilian family, is it is Orlando kind of a top destination for for the typical family? I don't know if for the average Brazilian uh, family, because as I said, it is a very expensive trip. Um, I wish we had uh, like a better economy or our government or all the, those stuff that could make everything easier for us. But it is harder. And um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to get better. For um, I mean, it's it's just a political way that uh, it doesn't come to to this podcast, but um, it is. I I guess I can say it is a dream of every of every family. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. that that is fair to say, and uh, it's becoming actually um, more. Um, we can get a lot of more a, a lot more information now. So even if it takes about five years of planning, you can do it. You can save just a little bit um, a month and uh, you don't get it. Like if you don't order a pizza every week, you can save that money and everything. And um, I think people are getting to go more. And this is very nice. And uh, they're getting to go more and they're getting to know more because of all the, the social media, all the, the YouTube videos, all the, the podcasts, the Instagram accounts. They can get to know what it is, and they can get to know that it is a, a it is possible to to go. Like you can, you have to save, you have to save money, you have to make some sacrifices, but you can go. Everyone can go. You. It depends on on the budget. It depends on the priorities. It depends on a, a lot of stuff, but it is possible to to know. And uh, I guess that the all that exposure in social media 
is making it better and easier for people to know that. Yeah, I was going to say, with, you know, you meant all the information that's out there for people, is that maybe part of the reason why you also have this Disney podcast is to help maybe those people who are looking for, you know, a vacation to plan or it is a dream for them. You can kind of give them some information about, you know, Disney and help them with that dream. I, I don't know. I just say it's just uh, first it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it helps them. It helps them. I'm, I don't know if uh, uh, my podcast helped like planning because that's not the focus on my episodes and on my podcast. But there are so many uh, Instagrams accounts nowadays that uh, help you to prepare your, your trip from the very beginning. From like, like we have to first we have to take a, to have a passport. So there are people here that doesn't know how to to go and to the where to go, how to to get the passport issues and like the visa and everything. There are so many steps before, and uh, there there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people helping them. I guess I can I I help, but in in another way, just maybe an advanced way, like when you. You are going, and what are you going to do? Where are you going to eat? Because almost all my guests have been there many, many times and have the the, the passion and know like everything and gets um, like me, like all the time, pretty much every day, checking for news and everything. But um, I guess it, it does help. I don't. I don't know if it helps. I have to say it helps me first of all, and, <laughs> and I guess that's why it, it's been doing good because I'm passionate about what I do. I don't care if there are people listening. It's good for me, and that's why I started. And it, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. Well, I think that is wonderful that that that's kind of the reason behind it because I think that's the only thing that will carry you through and and. And that's the most important part, that if you're enjoying what you're doing, that naturally attracts other people. And, you know, I do think it is important what you're doing where, you know, if, if a family is going to go for the first time or the hundredth time and, you know, maybe they don't speak English or they can't read English, they can go to your podcast and they can learn, you know, here are Lou's top recommendations of where to eat and here are Lou's favorite rides and favorite movies and things like that, that that is so helpful, A, to keep that spark of Disney magic alive where there's maybe a shortage of content in that particular area and to make the most of their time once they get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I always say that every trip to Disney World is, the, is like the first trip. Because there's always something new. There's always something like you didn't do last time or you didn't eat or you didn't get to ride. You have to plan every time. And there's no, thing, there's no such thing like I had it all planned. You don't. You, you, you always have to learn something more. So if I can uh, like give some information, even if it's just a little bit, uh, just a piece of it, and uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. And I've, I've been having like feedbacks, feedbacks of people like, wow, you, you told about something that I didn't even know it exists. And that's nice. That's nice to, to hear that I'm not here to like just to provide the, the first news, like the, the things that nobody knows, like, not like that. But there's always something like that, you know, or some strategy you do or 
I don't know. There's always something that helps somebody else, even if they have been there a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes- I guess I was going to say my last question to that because it made me think when you started this podcast, you probably knew that there was a Disney community out there. But have you been surprised with how many other people you found in the Disney community in Brazil? Not with uh, how many people, but how they, how friendly they are. I, I thought they like, they won't talk to me. I, I'm new here. Like they have hundreds and hundreds of followers. They are, they've been there for years. They won't talk to me because I'm, I'm no one. And that's, that has been a, a great surprise for me. Like everybody's very welcoming. They, they want you to, to feel like you, you belong there. And, and that's, it's been like this for me since the beginning. That that was a surprise for me. Yeah, I love that. For sure. Well, awesome. Well, Lou, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this segment, learning more about the Disney BR podcast. Of course, we will put the links to everything down in our show notes and also to Lou's website where you can learn more about it. But the next thing, we're going to go into our Fast Pass round. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break and hear a message from our partners. Are you using Pinterest to gain exposure? If not, is it because you don't know where to start like us? We were in the same boat as you until our friend Kirsten put together a Pinterest guide, especially for listeners of Detour to Neverland. It is so helpful and it's a step-by-step guide that will get you up and running on Pinterest and get you more clicks to your website or your Instagram or whatever it is that you want people to go to. So to get that guide, go to reportthemagic.com forward slash detour, or look for that link in our show notes. Now back to the show. Perfect. So we're back. So Lou, we're going to throw out these Disney topics. And if you can just kind of share the first thing that comes to your mind so our listeners can get to know your Disney fandom a little bit better. Let's do it. So the first one is just name the Disney parks that you visited. Um, I've been only to the Orlando parks, like to, to all four Disney parks and uh, Typhoon Lagoon. That's all. So of those five parks, I guess, which one is your favorite and why? That's going to be Epcot. I'm a foodie. <laughs> I'm there for the food. I'm, I, I don't lie about it. I love trying everything. I love like experimenting different things. I'm very, I am a very adventurous eater. So that's mm-hmm. Epcot. I could spend, I, I usually um, get to go at least two times at Epcot. Every time I go there, because it's my favorite part. I have to start with Magic Kingdom because it's the, the first one. You have to go and see the castle to feel you're there. And then um, my favorite is definitely Epcot. So we have to ask. I think it's still a rumor at this point. I don't know if it's been confirmed. It may have changed <laughs> by the time this episode drops. But since some people are reporting that we are going to get a Brazil pavilion in Epcot, what are your... What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I'm, uh, as a Brazilian, I should be happy with it. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know. I think there are so many other countries that are more different. Like they have more um, cultural differences and different food and different stuff that they would fit better than Brazil. I don't think Brazil is a... a it's not because I don't like my country. It's not, it's not because I think my people would make a mess and, and scream. And it's not just not like that. I guess, I mean, think about an Egypt 
pavilion. That would be so different, like like nothing else there. I don't think we have um, such a, a different um, culture to show that, I don't know, I think we are pretty much internationalized. I don't know if this is a word, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think everybody knows what we have here. There's no... There's nothing really, really different that could add too much in it. But that's my opinion. Interesting. I think that's a really cool perspective, especially since, you know, you're kind of looking at it on a bigger picture, you know, to think of somewhere like Egypt where, you know, a lot of people might not know about their culture, about their food. I mean, that could be, I definitely see where you're coming from with that. Mm-hmm. Would you like Brazilian pavilion? Um... It depends. I was going to say, we don't really know anything about Brazil, honestly. The, so. only, the only really thing, like, perspective that we have on Brazil are the Brazilian steakhouses, which are, <laughs> I'm sure, are... So Americanized. Highly Americanized. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if we have as much exposure to it to really have an understanding mm-hmm. to know if we would like it. So, I mean, to me, I think it would be interesting just because yeah. we don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> Let's start with the Egypt and then the Indian pavilion. That would be such a good one. And then we can think about Brazil. Uh, <laughs> oh, <deal>. Okay. <laughs> I could definitely see that. So the next question would be, what would be your Disney bucket list trip if you could go to any Disney park anywhere in the world? Okay. So um, as everybody else, I would have to say um, Tokyo Disney Sea. But uh, I'm going to change my answer. Like, um, I have two things that I really want to do in Disney. And the first one would be eat in all of the restaurants in Epcot. That's in my list. And also to run the Dopey Challenge. That's a to-do list of my life. I really want to do that. I, um, I went last February. I've been there and I ran the Princess Half. And it was so amazing. I cannot uh, express in words what it felt like. It's so cool. And now I want to do all the four races to get the the six medals. That's yeah. my plan. That is awesome. Well, now I am pumped because we are doing the Princess Mar- Half Marathon next year. Yes, we just signed up are for it. Excited? Oh, yeah. A little Very nervous. <laughs> is this going to be the first one? Catherine has done one. I've never done a Disney race. I have ran a half marathon, but I have not ran it in Disney. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. That's exciting. So next one would be your favorite Disney resort. That's going to be the Polynesian. I've never, never stayed there, but I think it's so beautiful and so amazing. And the the ambience, the atmosphere and everything. I, that's, that's, my preferred one. I mean, my the, the most beautiful one, in my opinion. We agree. Yes. That is our top resort as well. It's just so relaxing. Like, when you go there, it's just you feel like you're on a tropical island. It doesn't get you any better. The parks, you just, just stay there. Just, just yeah. stay there. It's beautiful. Yes. Well, we've even reached the point where almost every single trip, even if we're not staying at the Polynesian, we end up there, you know, usually multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, just jump on the monorail and ride over, sit on the beach, eat some food. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good options there. (laughs) So this next one, if you could only fast pass one ride for the rest of your life, which one would it be and why? 
it's going to be sorry, of course, in Epcot. And uh, I don't know. It's just the first thing I do when I get you, when I enter Epcot. It's my, I just run there. And then I go in the morning. And then it would be great to have like in the middle of the day, like midday or two or three o'clock when it's so hot. And uh, if I could go up there and just be there, soaring, no lines, that would be great. <laughs> That's my first one. <laughs> so what is your favorite scene in Soren? Um, That's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I like the, the not as much for the scene, but for the smell. When you go like uh, in the, the like the, the desert area, not not the desert, but like with the the animals going down there, I don't know where it, where it is. Yeah, <laughs> so that the, the smell of it, that like it smells like ground, like earth. I love it. I love it. Is it with the elephants? Is it that yeah. scene? Yes. I yeah. I noticed that last time too, and I said it to Brendan, and he was like, "What?" Uh. Well, yeah, it <laughs> smells like lemongrass almost. And I love lemongrass. <laughs> yes, that's what a, it was. Smell that I I can re- remember. Like when I think of soaring, that's the smell. I, I it comes to me. Uh-huh. That's a good one. So, which ride do you think is due for an exit or a refurbishment from the parks? That's gonna be the Tomorrowland Speedway. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I thought they were gonna change it. Like I thought they were gonna make it less. Uh, smelly and less noisy, but it's pretty much the same. I, I I don't think it changed. Like it was closed for a while, and then it's back, and it's pretty much the same. And uh, I don't think it fits there. It's just so um, I don't know, so so noisy, and I don't know. I just don't like it. I just don't. It, it, it go away actually. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely outdated, and we yeah. talked about it a couple times. I mean. There's no reason why it couldn't be all electric vehicles mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, that would definitely at least get rid of the smell, like the gas, yes, the overwhelming the, gas smell. So I, I, it could, it could be better. Could be so much better. I know, like it, it. There's, there's always so many people there that um, the crowds are always there, and it's, it's important, right? But um, if I don't know, I just don't think it. it it's a good one. Like it, it pollutes everything. Like the smell and the noise. It, it, it. I don't know. It ruins it for me. Yeah. Yeah. We would agree with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so these are our favorite questions, and I'm excited to see what you have to say since you're an adventurous eater. Um, but this first one: What's your favorite snack, or just a go-to snack? My favorite. I. I don't know. I. I have to say that my favorite snack and restaurant and everything it changes every time I go there. <laughs> so my last favorite snack is going to be the cinnamon roll from Gaston Tavern. Oh. I just had one of them. One of it, like it's just all for me. I don't share food. That's a, that's a, a rule of me. And uh, I was there with my friends for the the Disney for the run Disney in, in February. And uh, I bought one for me. I, I hadn't had one yet. And I bought one. And one of my friends said, it, it's big. Can we share? I said, no. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so delicious. I love it. I loved it. It's that great. is a good one. Did you try the LaFouze brew too? No, not really. Because uh, one of my friends tried, but she said it was too sweet. 
I don't know. I didn't even try because I was so amused with my my cinnamon roll that I didn't want to see anything else. Yes. You <laughs> uh, told me it was juicy. Did you did you ever try it? It is pretty sweet. It's very. It's pretty much just like a frozen apple juice, mm-hmm. but it is very sweet. So I could definitely see that. If you're not like a big sweet tooth, or if you were eating the cinnamon roll, you probably mm-hmm. don't need both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't want to fill my my stomach with the drinks. I I have to save room for the foods. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good strategy. Yeah. So next one would be your favorite table service, or at least your most recent table service restaurant yes. and most recent favorite quick service restaurant. The the table service is definitely the Skipper Canteen. I had to try. I I got to try it last trip as well, and uh, I also had got to go to the the tour the. the VIP tour, food tour. I don't know what's it called. Mm. And Taste of Magic Kingdom tour. That's what it is. Yep. And uh, it goes inside there and you get to talk to the chef and you get to know like why he chose all the, those recipes. And uh, I, at the same day, I went back to have lunch there and it's so delicious. I had uh, seafood stew, I guess. And uh, it was the most delicious food I had in all that trip. And I was there for 15 days and 15 table service, different table service restaurants. And that was so delicious. I loved it. And uh, this is the one I'm probably going to go back. I I try to make different restaurants every time I go. But this is the one I'm I'm already, uh, I have a a reservation for my next trip there already. (laughs) So that means that it, it must be good. It's yeah. got to be the best. We've never been there. There are different uh, flavors. You have to be like open mind to try, but um, it, it it I don't think they have like a comfort food. I don't think they do. But uh, it's so delicious, so very seasoned, and there are different flavors and everything. I I just loved it. And the 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 cast members there they're really really nice. They're so funny. Yeah, we've heard that because we love Jungle Cruise and we've heard you get a lot of those same style of jokes <laughs> there, but we, we're going to have to go soon. Yes, for sure. What about and quick? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You've heard about the Society of Adventurers and Explorers? Yes, a, a little. A little. We're not well versed. But we so know there is a bit of, of information there. It's a, it's a nice place. I'm not going to say it. To, for, to not to spoil it for you, but uh, it's it's a good place to go and to see like the 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 sea story. It's it's very nice. So that's just another reason for you to go to Tokyo, right? So you can yeah learn yeah. more about that. <laughs> so what about quick service restaurant? My fa- I'm I'm not really a, a quick service person. As I said, I I have to go at least to one table service every day, and like it it fuels me. <laughs> I don't think I could go to two table service a day, but um, I chose the Geyser Point at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Have you ever been there? We have not. It's not really for the food because I just had I don't know an appetizer, a shrimp, something. But it's so such a nice place to rest and to to um, to take a look at the view and just stay there. It's it's I I think it's a hidden gem. It's very uh, when I was there it, it was not full like so I could get a, a a seat on the outside area and I was just there for about three or four hours and I couldn't even see the time goes. 
and that mm -hmm. was the, and you can see the the fires from the castle in there and the, they put the song and you can see the the electrical parade that goes in in the water there it's very nice it's a very nice place i loved it there i hadn't been there before and the, it was a very nice surprise for me we meant to go there last time because mm -hmm. we went and ate at the Whispering Canyon Cafe inside the Wilderness Lodge. And then we, for some reason, never made it back out to Geyser Point. We no. were itching to get back to Magic Kingdom, I think. So we, we didn't go over there. But I've, I've heard very good things about that as well. I like both of those answers because it's two places that we haven't been yet. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. That's, I don't know. I haven't heard of anyone that didn't like the Geyser Point. They always have good good stuff to say. And I'm not sure about the food there. I just had a beer and like an appetizer. I, I couldn't even, I can't say that what they have in the menu, but the place is so nice and so beautiful and it's such a good place to rest that uh, I, I definitely rec recommend it. Yeah, that's a good one. It is on the list. <laughs> so the next one would be your favorite character meet and greet moment. So that's going to be with the Cinderella sisters. I had to to meet them at Magic Kingdom, but the the best experience I had it was in the 19 Park Fair, and uh, I was with my my daughter, and she wanted to get like the the autograph of them, and she forgot her book and at uh, our resort, so she just took a napkin and um, gave it to one of them, and she just got a napkin and throw it away and just go away. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, they came back later, but like they don't go out of the 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 character. They're always like they won't talk to you a lot. They 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 were saying to my daughter that she was too pretty to talk to them. So like like they were envy of her. It was such a nice moment, and and they're so funny, so funny. I love them. Oh, that's awesome. We've yeah. never really met them much either. No, but we've seen them like interacting with other guests, and they're always hilarious. Yes. Yeah, we'd probably yeah. be too nervous to really talk to them. <laughs> I love talking to the to the the, the characters. I love it. It's yeah. it's it's very. They always have nice stories, but like anything you ask, they will put you inside the movie, and it, it it's very nice. I love it. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. So next would just be some of your Disney favorites. So we'll start with your favorite Disney movie. That's a very hard one. I, I have a lot of uh, favorite ones, but I chose one so that I could choose another one from the next question for, okay. for like the song. So this one I chose Pocahontas. I love it. I love her. I love her story, even though I know it's not the real story, but uh, I love uh, um, how it's made and I love the empowerment of, of a princess that I think it starts from there. And that's a very nice story. I love her. That's a good one. You know, I don't think we've ever heard that one for our favorite movie. And I don't know why. Like, as I'm thinking about it, everything that you've said, that's always been, like, at the top of my list. I guess just not the top. But it's a good one, for at, sure. At the day of that we're recording this, they just released a new Pocahontas magic band. So maybe she's going to start getting some more love in the parks. Hmm. I didn't know that. I know you can meet her in Animal Kingdom, but she doesn't yes. really have much else. It's not. It's not like there's just. I. I don't know. if pretty much two hours that she's there. It's not really easy to meet her, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. she's very pretty. She's very. I. I got. I got to meet her last trip as well, 
And um, it was a very nice uh, meet and greet as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of hidden down there next to mm-hmm. like those Tree of Life trails. Because I was down there taking photos and I just stumbled across her her meet and greet. But you didn't meet and her? There's, there's no uh, photographer. Uh, uh, there's no one there to take her photo. You have to take it yourself. She, she's there and there's a cast member caring for her, but there's no photographers there. Interesting. Oh, yeah, that's a pro tip. Yeah. Bring your own camera. Yeah. Well, I guess you're found. So the next one is your favorite Disney song. All right. So that's why I, I um, chose Pocahontas, because her song, The Colors of the Wind, for me, is the most beautiful song ever. But there are so many beautiful songs that um, <laughs> I had uh, to choose her before, so I don't have to choose her now. <laughs> My favorite song now is Go the Distance from Hercules. I just, I, I can't... Um, help my eyes feeling of feeling of tears when i when i hear that song so beautiful so beautiful i love it so i'd imagine once you're completing that dopey challenge in the future go the distance is maybe going to come up on a few playlists on your uh, on your track list <laughs> yes that's right that's that's right it's a good point i didn't think about it it's <laughs> <laughs> very fitting i always try to time it like the, to play that one like as we're finishing our runs it hasn't worked out yet, but that would be like the perfect way to end a run. We're probably too tired to think about it. We're just like yes. trying to get across the finish you line. Just, just want to finish. And then like it, it always feels for me when I'm running, like I'm dying. I'm, I'm never going to do it again. And then I finish. I'm, I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> it's, it's very nice feeling. Have you ever ran a full marathon before or no. would the Dopey be your first? It will be my first, I, and uh, I guess it's going to be my last as well because oh my god, it's so many kilometers, <laughs> many miles. I, I don't know. It's it's. I'll just I'm just gonna do it in Disney. It's the only place I can do it, and the probably the last, the first and the last one. Yes. <laughs> so then, what is your favorite Disney quote? All right. So I chose a quote from uh, Alice in Wonderland. And it says, I can't go back to yesterday because I was a different person then. I love this this phrase and uh, I, I can relate to it in so many ways. Like I'm always changing. Um, I'm always a different person. I'm always doing something new. And this phase, as, as I was saying before, like going away, like leaving everything here, my family and just I'm just pretty much taking my my daughter and the bags we can carry and just go with. And it's going to be everything new. And there's, I feel like the the me I'm going to live here is not going to, going to exist anymore when I go. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. These have been my favorite Fast Pass Round <laughs> answers of all time. You're speaking my language with Hercules and Alice in Wonderland. And all your favorites. Yeah, yeah. If you could mix in some Peter Pan at the end, then we'll just, <laughs> this will be the last episode ever. If we've, we've completed was- our journey. I actually was listening to my my Spotify playlist, my Disney playlist, um, one of these days, and there was a Peter Pan song like, but just like the 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 cartoon, the, the original ones, like Peter Pan uh, singing and all the kids, and I could go back to my my childhood. It was it was very nice. It's a very good good movie. Oh, I love yeah. it too. Yes. Well, awesome. So our last question of the Fast Pass round is your favorite Disney Parks memory. 
So um, I have a very, very special memory, and uh, uh, I got to meet Lee Cockerell last time I was there. And he's such an amazing person. And uh, like, you know, when you just want to be near someone, just to, just to be there, you don't have to talk, you don't have to do anything, just be there. And uh, I was, um, I, I always, I've always listened to his podcast and it's a very good one. I don't know if you know it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to change emails with him. He always says in his podcast that he's very available for anyone who can, can reach him. And then I shoot him an email and said I was going to move and asking like for some tips, like how was it for him when he moved to France with his kid? And uh, he said, when are you going to be in Orlando? And I said, I can go now. (laughs) (laughs) But I said I was going to be there in February. And he said, we're going to have breakfast. And we did. And it was so amazing. I felt so special, like meeting this legend. It, that's my favorite Disney memory, I guess. Oh, that is so amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad that worked out. That, that is such a an amazing memory that I'm sure that you will have forever. So and it just goes to show, I mean, like he said, you know, he's available. And then you reached out and he really was. And, you know, it went beyond even just emailing, which I think is so, you know, amazing. Because you never, you know, you wouldn't expect breakfast, you know, just an exactly. email. You always think he's such a, a busy person and, and he's always like giving lectures and working and everything and he won't be there. I thought when I wrote, when I was reading his email, I said, I, I don't think he's going to be there. But anyway, I made the reservation. I, I sent him the, the reservation number and I said I was going to be there. And then like two or three days before I reached him again and he said, yes, I'm going to be there. I said, oh my God, this is going to happen. <laughs> It was it was just like I I can't I don't have words for the the feeling of meeting him. It was very 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 nice. Oh, yeah. that is awesome. Well, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Lou. So the very last question that we have for you is if you have one piece of parting guidance that you can give to someone who's looking to jump into this community either as a content creator or maybe they want to create their own products, what would be your advice to that person? I think like we can go back to the question we we talked about before. You just have to start it. Um, like I've I've heard a lot of episodes of your podcast, and I hear everybody saying like, "There's never gonna be the perfect time. There's never gonna be the perfect hardware, the perfect software, the perfect uh, like place, and there's never gonna be. If you just if you if you wait, you'll be waiting forever. But uh, if you if you start, it it just goes. It just goes and just talk to people. Don't be afraid of, of calling them. I mean, like reaching them, send them an email, send a message. I don't know. Just talk to them. They are very welcome. Pretty much all of them are very welcome. If, and if they're not, they're not like they don't belong to the Disney community. Mm-hmm. So I guess just, just start. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is wonderful advice. Um, I, I think that is so true. And I like the way that you say that there's never going to be the perfect situation or the right. It's mm-hmm. never going to feel right. You just have yep. to do it and push through that. And I think that's such a valuable lesson to be learned. So, Lou, one last thing. If you could remind our listeners where they can connect with you online. So um, my blog is uh, DisneyBRPodcast.com. And uh, you can find me on, on Instagram at, um, at 
Disney BR podcast and Facebook and uh, Twitter and like just search for Disney BR podcast and there's going to be me. And uh, if you want to reach me in uh, the email, there's going to be Disney BR podcast at gmail.com. I love uh, interacting with everyone. I, I try to answer everyone who, who reaches me and uh, it's, it's very nice. I've made a lot of friends already. So you can, you can find me pretty much everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we are so happy that we are able to connect. And of course, we will put the links to all of those down in our show notes if you guys want to shoot over there and connect with Lou. So thank you so much for joining us. We have had such a blast chatting with you today. It was very fun. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.